Michelle Long. Time for a daily market wrap this Wednesday, May 10th, 2023. Philippine shares extended their climb on Wednesday, while most regional peers pulled back as investors braced for a crucial inflation report from the U.S., which comes out after trading hours. Locally, investors are also digesting data that show net FDI inflows grew 13% in February to $1.5 billion. Also on tap, more earnings numbers while waiting for the Banco Central's next monetary board meeting on May 18th. I would be very cautious to start cutting because look what happened to the RBA, just as an example. The RBA thought it could pause and it had reached terminal rate at 365 and back to, you know, at an additional hike which surprised the markets, and now we're expecting even another cut. So, you know, if you if you pause and imagine if you cut too early, I think it can be counterproductive. The good news for the Philippines, uh, and, and for many, if, if you see what has happened with um, major central banks, uh, India, you know, like they, they're not, um, Bank of Korea, they're not hiking. And, you know, the, the good news is that the banking uh, 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 surprise, if not fear, for that matter, in the U.S., kind of put a little bit the brakes on the idea that we could go very far with heights, and even in Asia, in my view. So so the good news is we can actually think of uh, pausing without major problems. For the day, the PSE index was up by half a percent to close at 66.58, value turnover reaching 4.6 billion pesos. The positive showing comes ahead of the release of the first quarter GDP data on Thursday. Judging by the revenue growth of DPSA companies that have reported earnings and as well as the earnings, uh, I'm looking at a very uh, nice GDP, positive surprise, nice GDP number. Really? Like close to 6% or okay. 6%, around, around 6%. And uh, if, it, if it does overshoot, we could have like 6.5%. In corporate stories, SM Investments reports a good start to the year, with bottom line growing 33% to 17.3 billion pesos. BDO, which contributes nearly half to the group's earnings, enjoying a 41% growth, SM Prime 27, and SM Retail by 51. The group says it is well positioned to continue to grow despite macroeconomic uncertainties while pushing ahead with its regional expansion plans. Meanwhile, Ayala Corporation also posting upbeat first quarter earnings with net income attributable to parent up 31% to 10.2 billion pesos. President Cesar Consing says the constructive outlook for the year remains intact with the goal of ending the year with profits exceeding pre-COVID levels. And Solera Casino operator Bloomberry grew its first quarter earnings nearly five times to 3 billion pesos, already exceeding pre-pandemic levels as all segments from VIP rolling chip volumes, mass table drop and slot coin-in posting strong growth. Enrique Razon's gaming play says growth continues to be supported by strong domestic demand and an increasing participation of international patrons. Still in the earnings stream, Shell Pilipinas posted a net loss of 300 million pesos in the January to March period, dragged by a 1.1 billion peso inventory holding loss arising from the fall in oil prices. Without this, core income would have gone up 45% to 800 million pesos as sales volumes rose 8%. 
Petron also taking a hit from mark-to-market valuation of its commodity hedges, reporting a 6% dip in earnings. Sales volumes actually rose 11% to 28.6 million barrels, supported by higher demand from the aviation industry, helping offset the 16% drop in crude prices. And Jollibee posts an 11% slide in first quarter earnings to 2.1 billion pesos amid an increase in cost of inventory due to higher raw material and supply chain costs. First quarter same-store sales actually grew robustly, 32% in the Philippines, driven by improved volumes and higher average check, and 9% international. The group ended March with 6,542 stores, half in the Philippines, half abroad. Meanwhile, Costco Capital posts double-digit growth in the top and bottom lines for the first quarter of the year, supported by stronger sales from the grocery, retail, and liquor distribution segment, while commercial real estate continued to recover. The investment-holding company of Tycoon Lushoko adds, its specialty retail segment also generated strong sales from sustained economic recovery and easing of restrictions, most especially the return of face-to-face classes. In other news, DMCI Holdings, the holding company for Semirada Mining Power and Mainilad, posts a 32% drop in first quarter earnings, mainly due to high base effect. Remember, the group posted its best ever quarterly profit during the same period last year. Meanwhile, revenues also cut by a quarter due to lower commodity shipments, easing coal prices, reduced construction accomplishments, and fewer real estate accounts that qualified for revenue recognition. And Megaworld returns to pre-pandemic levels, posting a 30% growth in Q1 earnings to 4.6 billion pesos. Real estate sales up 17%, driven by higher completion rate. While residential pre-sales surged 71% to hit 39.6 billion, amid renewed demand, especially for projects in McKinley West and Uptown Bonifacio in Taguig. Leasing revenues, on the other hand, grew 18%, led by the performance of the mall segment. And that is it for today's Market Edge. Don't forget to hit the follow button for the latest market action in the Philippines.